Welcome to The Edge by MGR with your host, Marissa Jacobus. Hello and welcome to The Edge Lifestyle Podcast. This is Marissa and I'm your host. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to tune in. This podcast highlights the latest trends in life, health, and wellness to help you guys live a better life. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome, and please be sure to leave a review after and share with a friend. It would really mean a lot to us guys. It'll help us grow, and it'll also help us share this information with more people. If you tuned in the past few podcasts, we had a couple of guests join our show. We had Dr. Dylan Jacobus, who is finishing up his residency as a general surgeon. So if there's any med school peeps out there or anybody who is looking to go into the medical field to become a doctor, this would be a great podcast for you to check out. Dylan really goes into detail about the steps that it takes to become a general surgeon, everything from education to residency to the amount of time to what to expect, kind of all the behind the scenes information that is hard to find on Google and kind of just general information out there. So if you want a more in-depth scope from someone who has gone through the process, that is a wonderful, wonderful podcast. He did a great job and thank you so much, Dylan, for joining our show and Mukande. If you guys are interested in natural spring water, Mukande actually has a business where he goes out and collects it and brings it to the public to areas that may not have access to this water that is better for your health. And if you guys want to get more information on that, be sure to check out that podcast as well. Mukande did a wonderful job and it was so great to talk to him. He just had great perspective and great energy. And I I learned a lot as well when I was talking to him. So you guys should go listen to those podcasts, give us some feedback, show our guests some love, and we will be having more guests on our show coming up. So we're going to have a lot of new interesting topics and people to talk to. So this is definitely something that you guys don't want to miss out on. So rant over. And this week has been so good. And I'm working on my fitness goals, guys. I'm, I'm getting back into it. And I did like 10 push-ups the other day. <laughs> And I could not move my arms yesterday. And it was more in like my chest area and my the front of my shoulders just feel so sore. And even today, and I'm like, all I did was 10 push-ups. Like, I'm not that out of shape, am I? I mean, I've never had good arm strength, but come on. When you can't lift your arm up from doing 10 push-ups. <laughs> and they weren't even real push-ups. I could barely go down all the way. But speaking of, of working out... I want to talk about working out the brain today, more so training your brain. I feel like when you train your body, I think that's wonderful. I love health. I love wellness. We've talked about that in past podcasts, but I feel like with the body, it's easier to see results. So it's kind of like you lose a couple pounds, you fit better in your jeans, you start to see some definition, you start to feel better. But when it comes to the brain, it's, I feel like it's more mentality changing and I think it's just a process that's not as visual as when you work out your body. So I just wanted to get into the brain and how it works a little bit and just like changing your mentality. So if you're not a motivated, adventurous person, etc., etc., whatever you want to be, 
that's okay. I mean, we're all born differently. We all have different things we're passionate about. But if that's really a goal of yours to to be that go-getter, to be that person who who wants to have any goal in mind and they crush that goal, but that's not you now, just know that there is hope for you to become that person. And And we'll get more into this, guys. So let's get started. Oftentimes, I find my own self at war with my own mind. It's this constant battle between wanting to accomplish certain things and the easy, hard-to-fight feeling of not being quote-unquote able to. It's like I'm too tired. I just don't feel like I have the motivation today. And it's like excuse after excuse after excuse where even I'm tired of listening to my own thoughts. I'm like, shut up and just get it done. And it's kind of like, get out of my own way. And why Why am I? Why am I in my own way? Like, why? It's kind of like, you think people might be your worst enemy, like other people, like this person wronged me or this person, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, it's kind of like we're all our own worst enemy. We're the most critical. We're the most hard on ourselves. We, we kind of stand in our own way of self-doubt to the things we want to accomplish. And... The phrase me versus me rings so true to myself. Like, my biggest competition isn't someone who's in better shape than me, more successful, or has a stronger mindset than me. I am my biggest competition, and I am the only one who can overcome this obstacle. I can have mentors to motivate motivate me and guide me. I can listen to motivating podcasts. I can write down my goals, but if I'm not delivering and if I'm not taking the action, no one else can hold my hand through that. It's it's something that's very personal and and to each individual, only you have the power to make that big change in your life which I think is really, really powerful because it just shows like the power of, of the individual and the human spirit. And I'm my, I'm my biggest competition. Like I said, I'm the only one who can overcome this obstacle. And I consider myself to be a pretty self-motivated person, but obviously I have a lot of work to do on staying consistent so I, I feel like I have great ideas. I have moments where I want to plan my whole life out. Like sometimes on Saturdays, I'll sit down, I'll clean my whole apartment. I will write down all my goals. I'll write down things I want to accomplish. Like I want to be bilingual. So one of my goals is to learn Spanish. And I found a school. It's all good. Obviously, I need to save up a little bit to pay for like a certain amount of classes, which is no problem because that excites me because it's a goal I get to work towards. And it's just a matter of staying consistent. Okay, Marissa, like every week you have to put away X amount of dollars in order to sign up for that class. But it's so easy to be like, eh, I'll just learn Spanish later and I'll take this money and, and I'll go out to eat or I'll get this or I'll buy my dog something. But it's the mentality of, of sticking to what you decide to do and staying consistent that I struggle with. And it's how, how do I push past that? How do I, how do I become this motivated person who the moment I set a goal on something, there's no stopping me. I don't even get in my own way. I don't talk myself out of it. Nothing. 
And that's my goal. And I'm sure you guys have similar goals as well. And I know I'm not the only one who's alone in this and you're not alone in this. I think it's something that everybody struggles with on some level. And like I said before, if you're not a naturally motivated adventurous person or or whatever it is, the goal in mind, like when you picture the perfect you, what is that? Obviously, you'll never be perfect, but I think it's good to strive to be better than you were today. And it is possible to be like that. And is this something that you're naturally born with? Is it something that you have to constantly work towards? I think it's a little bit of both. I've met people who... From the moment they're born, they just are go-getters and nothing stands in their way. And I've met people who maybe aren't like that, but they try really hard and they still do great things. And then there's just people who like really don't care and they will just do the bare minimum and be okay with living their life that way. Who am I to say that's, that's good or bad, you know? But today we will discover what is actually changing or discover what is actually changes to literal change your brain and how you think. That did not make sense at all. Okay, so go back, David, and I'm going to leave a pause. Today, we will discover what is actually changing your brain and how you think. Neuroplasticity. You know the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Well, thankfully, we can learn new things even as we get older. Yay! I hope I'm like that 70-year-old that is just so mentally sharp. And yes, this includes changing our mindsets as well as our habits. So what is the key to this magical happening? And you can thank neuroplasticity for that. Neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to form and recognize synaptic connections, especially in response to learning or experience. With every repetition of a thought or emotion, we are reinforcing a neural pathway, and with each new thought, a new pathway is formed. If a thought or emotion is repeated enough, it can lead to changing how your brain works. Basically, that old saying, use it or lose it, also applies to the brain. So, there you have it. You no longer have any valid excuse for not being able to learn something new or change an old way of thinking. The brain is so powerful and malleable, and all we have to do is learn how to use it correctly. For me, I feel like sometimes I'm so distracted by by social media or my animals or just like whatever. It could be like some shiny object outside. And it's just so easy to kind of like turn away from what I'm focusing on and be like, oh, what's that? And then it's like, then my thoughts start kicking in and then my mind's going 100 miles per hour. And just the amount of energy to kind of stop and focus and be like, no, I'm going to push through. It feels like when I'm running and I feel like I'm going to die and throw up and I push a little further, that's how my brain feels, but a little bit different. And that feels so uncomfortable because it just feels so good to stop and just zone out for a second instead of staying focused and on track. And I want to be a focused on track person, like I said, so I can accomplish my goals. And leading into that, I want to talk about how we can change our mindsets. And this is kind of stuff that I'm working on as well. So if this doesn't apply to you, that's okay. But I feel like this is kind of an overall good good thing to to do for everybody. So my first advice would be, sorry, that's my dog yawning in the background. He likes to take naps. (laughs) So morning mentality. 
When you wake up, this is your chance to set the mood for your day that you that you want to have. Do you want to have a good day? Do you want to have a bad day? The moment you wake up, are you already like, okay, I have to, to sit through traffic, I have to get to work, and I hate my job, so I can't wait to get home, and then I have to walk my dog, and then, like, are you already getting those negative thoughts in your head, or are you, or are you focused? You're like, today's going to be such a good day. Nothing is going to sway my positive attitude. I am motivated. I'm thankful for everything I have. Like, what is your mindset when you wake up? So before your feet even touch the ground and before you reach for your phone, because I know we all do that the moment we wake up, we probably like grab our phone and check Instagram to see what everyone else in the world is doing with their lives except us, you know, and mentally prepare yourself for the type of day you want to have. Visualize all the positive thoughts that are going to happen, how you're going to accomplish your goals, how nothing is going to ruin your day. Like just sit there and visualize that. The power of visualization is so great. Secondly, try not to judge. Every day we are constantly analyzing and judging every little thing that happens to us or around us. When we allow things to just be and stop wasting time judging or analyzing, we allow ourselves to hold space and just observe and move forward. And practicing this allows us to be in the moment and then move forward without getting stuck in a certain mindset or thought. For me, this helps me to not dwell in the past and not focus on the future. So when you're just kind of, you're not judging anything, like let's say a fight breaks out and then it gets broken up, no one got hurt. You could be like, wow, like, okay, it started because that guy was being a jerk and then this guy came in and and kind of like judging the situation. Instead, you could be like, wow, okay, those, those two people got in a fight. I don't know why. Thankfully, everyone's okay. And then I can move on with my day. See the difference there? You're not like analyzing, you're not dwelling, you're not like looking back to kind of see like if you could have saw where it started and like wondering what would have happened if the fight continued. You're kind of, see all that wasted like brain power right there? Instead, you kind of saw the situation, accepted it, and move forward with your day. It's like so much less work, you know? It's like less energy spent on, on something that doesn't really matter. So try not to judge. Thirdly, react versus respond. Whether we like it or not, we are going to run into circumstances that may affect us directly or indirectly. They can be positive positive, or they can be negative. And when this happens, we have the option to react or respond. When you respond to a situation, you think about it, use reason to find a solution, and then take the appropriate measures. When you react, you skip the whole reasoning stage and do what comes naturally in the moment, which can cause more problems and frustration. And this is a difference between a happy, positive person and a frustrated, negative person. And the grocery store. (laughs) This is a perfect example of a reaction versus responding. So I remember I was at Wells Fargo in like a Fry's store. And right next to me was the little bank area. So there's this woman standing in line and her, she had like a little three-year-old son and he's kind of messing with the vitamins, like not breaking anything, kind of touching it. And you know how kids are clumsy. Sometimes they knock stuff over. And there was this like older lady in front and she turns around and she's like, you see, it's people like you that don't watch their kids. And 
and this woman was an older white lady and the the young mom was a latina woman so that right there was just offensive and she's like what do you mean people like me she's like you know and she was just being really rude and reacting to the situation of the child just kind of messing with vitamins and so this older woman started um judging her parenting skills and just really being a jerk and, and just reacting out of anger and annoyance and the mom responded she's like you know you don't really have a right to talk to me like that and I'm sorry you feel that way and she kind of diffused the situation instead of getting into this big argument in the store and I had a lot of respect for this mother because it takes a lot to not want to go off on someone who a insults you for for your race and secondly insults your parenting especially when it comes to your child and this woman just had this this grace about her. And see, that's the difference between reacting and responding to a situation. It could have turned into this bigger problem, but instead, thankfully, this woman was mature enough to realize that this woman, this other woman, obviously had a problem that had nothing to do with her. So that's my little story of reaction versus responding. And appreciate what you have. I know this sounds really corny and you hear it like, on those little like wall plaques where it's like appreciate what you have be thankful be grateful but being grateful goes a long way when you live in a state of expectation and being dissatisfied this can lead to negative thinking so when let's say that you're in college you don't have the most money but you at least have a roof over your head and some food you could be like man i wish i wish i was done with school i wish i had more money i wish i could eat better blah, blah, blah. But you know, there's, there's beautiful moments in that time of struggle that you wouldn't have experienced if you had everything. And it's just kind of every stage of life has its moments. And if you're constantly, you know, in a state of expectation, how can you truly be present for what's before you? And that's, that's just my experience with it. You know, when I was in college, man, I was so busy and I couldn't wait to be done. And I was constantly looking Like, okay, once this happens, I'm going to feel so much better and then I'll be happier. But that happiness never came. Through each stage, I thought once I I was done with this semester or once I was done with this class that I really struggled in, I'd be happy. And, you know, happiness isn't from a happening. Or happiness is only based on a happening. So it's kind of like you have to find that peace within yourself. You can't expect a situation or a circumstance to be the determining factor in your happiness as a person. That's just way out of your control. And last but not least, routine and consistency. Having a routine can help out immensely with accomplishing goals, whether they be physical, mental, spiritual, whatever your goals are. Consistency is also key. Doing something even if you don't feel like it will, even if you don't feel like it, will help you reach your overall goal since there will be days where you do not feel super motivated. And there will be other days where you're ready to take on the whole world. But if you base working towards that goal on a feeling, then you're never going to get there. Because whether you like it or not, you're probably going to have more unmotivating days than motivated days. So keeping on track with routine and consistency will help you reach your goal. Like I look back to, again, when I was in college, I had a routine and I had consistency. I was a full-time student. I worked two jobs and I 
competed on my cross country team and somehow within that I danced. So I did so many things and I had so many goals and the only way I accomplished all of them or even fit them into my schedule was because I had a routine and I was also very, very consistent with everything that I did. Like if, if I didn't study at the only window of time I had, then I had no other time to study and then that class would suffer and then I would fail. And it's like, I don't have time to fail. I'm, I'm on track right now. So routine and consistency, make that your best friend because it's kind of like your little crutch when, when you don't feel like it. It's kind of like, oh, I don't feel like it. And it's like, what's the worst that can happen if you get up and try? Like, you don't want to go to the gym. What's the worst that can happen with you going? Nothing. Like what, you were tired a little bit, but that's it. But now you're so thankful you went and you feel so much better. So routine and consistency. That's one, that's one of my favorites and one of the ones that I found has impacted my life in a positive way the most. So changing your mentality and overall your brain chemistry is no easy feat. And why do you think so many people quit when it comes to changing bad habits, self-growth, or even reaching a simple goal? And thankfully, it can be done to due to neuroplasticity and with enough effort and consistency, we, be, we can become that motivated go-getter who makes things happen in their life instead of waiting for things to magically change or someone to take us by the hand or whatever the situation may be. So I just encourage you guys to, to know that you are strong enough to accomplish your goals. You just need to be a little more strict on yourself because, you know, at if you're an adult, obviously no one's telling you what to do or what to eat or anything. So you are, you know, you're basically in charge of your life now. It's kind of scary, but you can do it. All right, guys, thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you feel motivated and I hope that this information really just helps you change your mindset and want to work on bettering yourself. I know that I'm constantly in a stage of self-growth, which is amazing because life would be boring if I ever reached that goal which I probably won't. So I just thank you guys again. Please be sure to share with your friends. Please leave a review. If you guys have any questions, talk to us. We, we love hearing back from you guys. And again, go check out our guests that we featured on our podcast. And we have a lot more interesting people that we're going to be featuring as well from a variety of different things. So I feel like this, this podcast show kind of highlights interests from a lot of different areas. And if business and tech are more your guys' thing, go check out David's podcast. He was actually featured on, I believe, um, iTunes Top 10 for Business. It's on our Instagram page, so go check it out just to double check that what I'm saying is correct. But he's killing it out there, guys. Like, he knows his stuff. Like, if you have any curiosity in anything, he breaks it down so simple that even I can understand it and I can, I take away so much good information from learning from him and, and he's just so great at that. So again, guys, thank you for tuning in today and be sure to look out for our episode on Monday. It's going to be a good one. Thank you guys so much. One more thing before you go. And here's a little fun fact for you guys before you go. Did you know It is impossible to look at something without reading it. So if you're looking at a billboard and there's words on there, it is impossible to not read them. So go try that one out. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.